Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Today's session is going to be a 30 minute row at 20 strokes a minute. And you can find today's row as RA28 on the ErgZone app under the row along track. Now before you switch off and go, oh I don't like 30 minutes if it's 20 strokes a minute, this one I want you to push faster than normal, okay? So usually I'll do this at around about 2k plus 18 pace, which is around about 5 out of 10 effort level and puts you at the bottom tier on my intensity pyramid. But today I want you to push it up to round about 2k plus 15 pace, okay? So 3 seconds faster, which puts you around about 7 to 8 out of 10 and which puts you right in the mid tier of my intensity pyramid. Now if you don't know what 2k pace is, then um, do check out the description to this video before you start and it kind of gives you an idea what it is. Basically you row a 2 kilometer time trial, divide the result by 4 and that gives you your average time for a 500 meter and that is your 2k training pace, okay? So in fact you don't need to read the description, I've just done it for you. But yeah, so that's what we're going to do. Now, if you want to push a little bit faster towards that last 10 minutes of this workout, you can. But what that's going to do is it's going to take you up into a top tier, okay? Now, if you're doing this as part of the 2K training plan, then this is week four, session six of the redo, redux plan, okay? So this is your last chance to really try and get some last minute training into your legs. And by pushing the stroke rate faster, then you're going to kind of tip it into a, a top tier. If you're around about 2K plus 12 or faster, you'll get into that top tier. You'll get a real heavy cardio workout and a real heavy muscle workout. But by keeping it at the mid tier, about 2k plus 15 then this should just give you that good kind of it's really going to get you in the muscles but then your cardio shouldn't be massively overloaded okay right but i'll talk about more stuff like that during the workout there's no point in me talking the whole time now because this is going to be a more intense workout than normal we're going to do a five minute warm-up today okay so it'll be three minutes at 18 strokes a minute easing up through the pace and then two minutes worth of drills at the end all right now for a warm-up, we always start off by setting up our machine. So for the concept two, we go to the drag factor and set that where we want it to be. If you don't know what drag factor is, please check out the video on my YouTube channel. If you're using a different machine, then just set it where you like it, which will hopefully be uh, that you'll have a good weight of the machine, but it's not going to feel like you're rousing, <laughs> rowing a cruise ship down a stream. You see what I did there with the messing up of the words? Next up, go to your monitor and set it at eye height if you can, so you're not looking up, not looking down. And finally, those pesky foot straps, Set them to a point where you're able to get to the front of the machine comfortably with your shins in a vertical position, okay? I don't want you going flying right past it, but I also want to make sure that you can get too vertical, okay? If they're too high, you might be stranded here going, help me. Right, back to the long intros, eh? Boy, here's me trying to make it quicker, but... Right, so five minute warm up. At 18 strokes a minute, we're going to start nice and gentle in three, two, one. Let's go. So if I was to give this an effort out of 10 for this warm-up, you're really starting off around about four. All I want you to do is connect your legs to the foot plate and then the timing of the handle picking up the flywheel at the same time. And once you've got the timing of that right, then you can start to increase your pace and maybe get closer to 2k plus 20 
by the time we get into the third minute of this warm-up. Because all I want you to do is ease your body into the row, okay? Maybe you've had a long day. Maybe you've been stuck in a car, stuck at a desk, feeding the lions, who knows? You need to let your body ease off. Tell it that you're about to do a row. Give it a chance to kind of have a once-over analysis of your own body and think, is anything hurting? Am I going to be okay to increase the intensity of this workout? For instance, I can feel my shoulders are quite sore today. Because I was, I was doing weights earlier on. So I just want to keep an eye on them, make sure nothing starts to twinge. Especially as being shoulder injury is what's holding me back right now. But then that's why I'm doing weights to try and build up my shoulders. Okay, that's two minutes gone. Maybe start to think about increasing that effort up to 2K plus 20, around about five out of 10. As we get through this next minute and then think about technique. It's gonna be all important today. Get that backswing correct. Leaning in at the front, holding that forward lean as you drive with the legs. Then wait until about halfway through the stroke before tilting over your hips and finishing in that backward lean. Today's row is going to be really important to get that power out. And you get the power in with that hip swing. Okay, two more strokes and then we'll put one foot on the floor. Here we go. And continue rowing. I'm a big smarty pants with my socks. I can come in and out of the foot straps really quick, but hopefully you can manage it yourself so you're not missing too much time rowing. Of course, if this is the first row of mine you've done, you might not know that that's what we do in the drills. Okay, swap feet. If this is the first of my rows you've done, just kind of what it's like. I talk away to you. I'll start off talking technique in the main row. And then once we're all kind of locked in, I'll surely get distracted and start talking about something else. Okay, one more stroke like this. Let's put both feet back in, legs straight, and just roll with your back and arms. So you're swinging over your hips and then you pull in the handle and then you push out the handle and you swing back over your hips. And that's what the stroke is doing minus the leg drive, okay? Timing wise, back, arms, arms, back. One more. Now let's get to the front and do that leg drive, straight arms and push out. Hold your forward lean 
and just push out with your legs. You don't have to go too hard. I just want you to work on the timing and the feel of doing this with straight arms and that forward lean, okay? And trying to get the timing of when your legs push down and your hands pick up the flywheel or the water wheel or whatever. One more stroke. All done. Right. So have a quick drink. Keep on moving up and down the rail. If you think you need to keep on warming up for what is going to be quite a muscle heavy session today, then have the drink and just do some light rowing while I describe one more time what it is we're doing today. Just a quick reminder that these podcasts are taken from the videos that I host on YouTube. If you want to see what I'm doing rather than just listen, then check out Row Along on YouTube or head to rowalong.com. Okay then, so today's row is going to be 30 minutes at 20 strokes per minute. But instead of the usual 2k plus 18 pace, I want you to push that pace up to round about 2k plus 15, at least for the first 20 minutes. And then in those last 10 minutes, if you want to try and push even harder, then push even harder. I'm going to try and just hold it at 2k plus 15 the whole way because I want to keep this as a mid-intensity and, as I was saying in the warm-up, because I, my shoulders are a bit sore, I don't know, oh, poor me, I don't want it to, uh, I don't, really, I just don't want to injure myself, to be honest, and as being this is going to be a, uh, a full-on uh, muscle session, then that's the risk for me, so I'm not going to. But you do whatever you wish, okay? whole point is just that finally you get a chance to push the rate, okay? The amount of times I say to you, 20 strokes a minute, 2K plus 18, and don't go faster. This one, fill your boots. Right, so... 30 minutes, 20 strokes a minute. Follow me for the stroke rate, so that will just keep you locked in if you take a stroke when I take a stroke, okay? And then eventually we'll just both hit the same rhythm and we'll be all fine, all good. All right, you ready for this? In three, two, one, go. So, 2K plus 15 is what I'm aiming for which means for me that's bang on two minutes pace because my current 2k time is seven minutes so my average is 145 so 2k plus 15 is two minutes Now, if you wobble one second either way, don't panic. What you really don't want to do is end up absolutely toasting yourself by going too hard, like faster than the 2K plus 15. And then 10 minutes into the row, you have to back right down to the 2k plus 18 again. Kinda defeats the purpose of this row. Okay, so once we get two minutes into this, I'll start talking technique. Just because like I said in the warm up, technique's important for getting the power through but it's also important from an injury prevention point of view 
So if you're laying in the power, the danger is that if you're the type to either have a collapsed posture or if you swing your back too soon then you're taking the force through your lower back and that could end up in injury tends to be people that come off especially new rowers that row and then come off and say I've got a really sore back it's because they've either got a really slumped posture as they come forwards or because they swing back too soon everything's coming through the lower back and maybe also because they're new they're not quite used to how they're putting the power in and so lower back pain occurs so two things I brought up there then one of them was a continuation of what I was talking about during the warm-up and that's the importance of your backswing so as you come to the front of the machine you lean in tilting over your hips not kind of crunching in but tilting forwards you lean in to around about a one o'clock angle at the front of the machine and then as you finish the stroke you finish pretty much in the equal angle at the back but obviously pointing the other way so if you're one o'clock at the front then eleven o'clock at the back and the key is that as you drive with the legs you hold that forward lean and you keep your arms straight and what happens then is that the power that you get from pushing with the legs travels right up through your body and then through your back then down your straight arms into your hands handle chain flywheel and the power just surges through your body pretty much uninterrupted if you hold 
that forward lean with straight arms. However, if you swing back too soon with your back, what happens is you can feel your lower back fighting against that force from your legs. And also, you're losing potential power that you get from your body swinging from that forward lean into the backward lean. But then your arms, if you start pulling right from the front, instead of keeping your arms straight, then not only, well again, it's similar to the one before, your muscles are fighting against that power from your leg drive, not letting it go through, but also by grabbing from the front, pulling early, you're robbing yourself of that full extension of the chain as you finish or not. You're supposed to still get the same chain length, don't you? What want you to say? Basically the full power. So with straight arms, I have my whole arm pull to finish. Whereas if I start here, I've only got half an arm pull length left. As you can see, that was catastrophic to my pace. So, lean forwards, arms straight. No way to think about that power transfer with straight arms is thinking about water skiing. If you were being towed by a boat, water skiing, what would you do? Would you bend your arms, fighting against the pull of the boat? Or would you keep your arms straight and let the power just flow through your body? And had to hope that you answered straight arms there. And it's the same with rowing, except instead of something pulling on you to put the force into your legs, you're pushing with your legs to put the force into your hands. Whew. So that's the importance of a forward lean and straight arms. So how are you getting on? We're almost 10 minutes into this. You should be certainly feeling it 
and your legs that's a good thing shows you're working if you're not feeling that this is more intense than the usual 2k plus 18 row then maybe go one or two seconds faster more of a push from your legs more of a shove now notice I'm talking about your legs being about the power I'm not saying pull harder in order to go faster you really should think about that power being from your legs your arms will usually follow at an increased pull anyway at the back because as you push the machine away with your legs with that forward lean and straight arms you should feel like you're hanging off the handle and just surging the power into it and that hang will feel more more powerful the faster you push the power from your legs and obviously less powerful with the less push from the legs and so because you're hanging braced off the handle at the point when you pull into a finish you've already kind of wound up your body to finish with the handle more powerfully anyway so just think about power in a session like this when you're pushing the stroke rate as from your legs and if you're finding it's not coming from your legs then have a look at your overall technique it really should feel as though you're pushing the machine away with your legs it's like push pull push pull after all the sequencing of the stroke is really simple to explain <laughs> but it can take a long time to get used to doing it in practice but the sequencing goes legs body arms okay legs body arms and when I say body that's when you're swinging your body over your hips legs body arms and then the return is the reverse 
Arms, body, legs. Arms, body, legs. And that is also vitally important. Maybe not as noticeable to you at these slower stroke rates, but the higher stroke rates you get, the more important it is that you get that handle away and the forward lean before you bend your knees. So if you find, I mean, have a look at how you're rowing. Is the handle past your knees before you bend them? Or, again, have a look. And are you throwing the handle over lifted knees? Woohoo! We're halfway there. So, if you find that you're lifting the handle over raised knees, you really need to work on that sequencing. And there's a good chance that the reason that your knees are popping up so soon is because you're tugging your feet against the foot straps to pull yourself forwards to the front of the machine which automatically as you do it pops your knees up so if your knees are popping up the first thing to examine is whether you're pulling against the foot straps because not only does that create an issue with the sequencing but it usually means you've destroyed your posture by doing that because what you want to be is at the front of the machine up on your sit bones okay so when you're up here right before you start the drive you want to be sitting tilted forwards towards the front of the seat up on your sit bones and if you tug on the foot straps to pull yourself forwards what happens is that your posture collapses and you all everything rolls backwards your tailbone tucks underneath you and you're not in your sit bones which means that either you're addressing the front of the machine like this which isn't right at all 
or as you return you try and manufacture something by going wait wait <laughs> to get into that forward lean so think about being up in your sit bones at the front of the machine drive with the legs finish at the back of the machine still with a powerful braced posture with your sit bones still being water mostly connected to the seat because then all you have to do is push the handle away from you and start leaning forwards and instantly you're in that position again ready for the next stroke all you have to do is bend your knees and you effortlessly slide to the front of the machine to start the next stroke okay we're almost at the close of the 20 minutes so this is where you need to decide are you going to push it harder in order to turn this into a top tier intensity workout make that decision and go for it of course you could just wait until five minutes to go do it then or even one minute to go and go for maximum effort from your legs but still at 20 strokes per minute that's the important part is that you do this entire 30 minutes at 20 strokes per minute regardless of your pace so together we should both have rode 600 strokes which sounds quite a lot when you put it like that and when you think about it that's 600 kind of squats you're doing from the front of the machine which not only means 600 times your muscles in your backside have had to work but also 600 chances that if you're not on your sit bones with a good posture then 600 times your 
the bones on your backside will be squashing and mashing rolling over your glutes so muscle pain from 600 strokes is okay if you're not used to it but a sore backside because you've been rolling over the muscles like a rolling pin over dough tenderizing your backside with your butt bones that's not as good so really do think about being in the front of the machine up on your sit bones with a braced core powerful posture and then finishing with your sit bones still connected core still braced should be a really good ab workout and a good old posture and just make sure to hinge forwards and backwards through the stroke in and out of that good posture there's things that help in the same way that tugging on the foot straps hinders things to look out for are looking straight ahead as you start the drive that'll help maintain that forward lean if you're on a concept 2 just focus on the top line on the monitor because the opposite is to either look up which does that early back break or if you look down you instantly roll your posture in and down and it all goes wrong from there handle height that also helps alright five minutes to go I'm going to start with a handle at a nice neutral height with relaxed arms fingers just like hooks over the handle ready to take the power and brace against it when you push with the legs because if you're too low you suddenly it's really hard to get the power in from your legs if you're too high you end up 
finishing with the handle too high. Now, I say too high. You will have seen or will see rowers who finish like this. Really high handle and deep layback. For indoor rowing, that's okay, though not great, but you'd never do that on a boat. However, even on a rowing machine, you need to make sure that your muscles are strong enough to withstand that extra force. That deeper layback here really engages your core. So if your core isn't strong enough, you're risking strains like over your abdominal, abdominal, there we go, range. That shouldn't have been as difficult a word to say. And then finishing with the handle higher starts to involve your forearms and biceps more. Whereas when you come out in a straight line, finish with a handle at sternum height, you're going to be using much more of your lats instead of your biceps. And your lats are bigger and able to take this repeated force a lot better than your biceps and forearms. Now, if you're a proper strong Adonis type, you can probably handle that, but my little lightweight frame, I know I'd get injured after about two minutes of that my lower back would go and I'd end up with tennis or golfer's elbow. All right, last minute. Maybe you wanna push this one to max, but still at 20 strokes per minute, please. I'm still holding it at 2k plus 15 plus or minus one second. <clears throat> All right, 30 seconds. And we're almost there. If you're going max, just hold on. You chose this, finish strong. Five strokes to go. Four. 
three, two, last one, one. Oh. Well, I don't know about you, but that was a good mid-tier intensity, seven out of 10 row for me. I'm 0.1 average out for my pace, but I'm quite happy with it being two minutes 0.1. Heart rate's up within the zone I want it to be. With five strokes to go, my shoulder twanged, which isn't great, but hey, hopefully, because it was only five strokes to go, I've not done any lasting damage. So, have a quick drink. We'll go into a two-minute cooldown in 15 seconds' time. Oh, 10 seconds to go. Now we're just going to do 18 strokes a minute again. Five, four, three, two, one, go. So once again, just think about connecting with your legs. Almost like the same amount of power you'd put in if you were doing a bodyweight squat. So you're just putting in enough of a push to connect with the machine to get that power up through your body into the handle. Okay, so that way all your muscles are firing, but it shouldn't be too much as we only had a minute between finishing the main session and this. But you should also find your heart rate has dropped in that one minute and is maybe just hovering around about where it settled at before you started this. So if you find your heart rates racing back up again, not just one or two beats, but actually firing straight back up again, then ease off, okay? This is a cool down, not a, it's not an epilogue. <laughs> epilogue? Prologue. Always get them mixed up. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. It was, I mean, sometimes it's fun to push the 20 strokes a minute to just feel this is what you can do. And of course, there's great value in once in a while trying to see just how far you can manage in 30 minutes at 20 strokes a minute. That's like one of the standard test events for rowers. It's not like a Concept 2 ranked one or anything, but like in training, trying to see how far you can get at 20 strokes a minute. And trust me, if you pace it wrong, it's a killer. I think I've only done it three times. <laughs> it was so bad. <sighs> right. I'm done with the cooldown. You can obviously carry on rowing. You don't have to stop just because I did. I do hope you enjoyed today's session. I certainly did. So obviously I'm projecting and hoping that you do too. So that's the end. If you've been following this for the 2K Redux plan, then that's the end of the core training for it. So the week that follows is the taper week. So if you've caught up with me at this point and I haven't made... Uh, the week five taper week stuff yet, then you can just jump to the old plan and do that one because the sessions are going to be pretty much the same. I mean, you can do that all the time anyway, just swap and swap um, between the two of them. But just in case you're kind of you've watched this one and you're like, oh, where's the rest of it? And I've not made it yet, then that's the that's what to do. Is just hop. If you go to the playlists, 
section of my channel, you will see the original 2K plan as well as the this 2K Redux plan and then the 5K and the 500 meter plan and all that kind of stuff as well. And everything grouped up. I'm still, YouTube's obviously not that um, visible when it comes to playlists because the amount of people that ask me, where's the playlist for this? And it's like, it's in there. It's just trying to get people to find it. That's the problem. So anyway, um, yeah, so that's, so in fact, actually, let's, I, I, again, if you're new to my videos, I always, towards the end, do this kind of ranty waffle bit, but then I'll throw in a hashtag, okay? Um, and it's basically just to prove that you didn't, <laughs> you didn't just kind of go, oh, I'm bored ahead. So the hashtag for this one's going to be playlist. So if you leave a comment on YouTube or on the podcast or whatever, and do hashtag playlist, then I'll know you made it to this part. Well done, fantastic. You don't win a prize or anything, you just have to put up with me in my rather bright orange t-shirt. I wore this one today so that you could see me moving back and forwards better on screen, as being, it was important to hold it at 20 strokes a minute, just to try and get some contrast with the background and all that stuff. Hopefully it's worked for you then. So yeah, so that's it, we're done. So that's the, the core training, everything that you've done for the past four weeks on the 2K Redux plan will hopefully have got you to a point where you're gonna be fitter, faster, and stronger. Next week's sessions are gonna be geared to keeping you maintained at that point, um, but not emptying your tank. So basically what you wanna do is by the uh, session five is the 2K time trial. And so what you need to make sure is that you're your fitness is all topped up, your power is all topped up, but most importantly, your fuel tank is completely topped up, okay? That's the most important part. So the sessions next week will take you kind of up and down through it and whatever, but it shouldn't leave you um, exhausted, okay? The point of a taper is so that you're completely running on all, all four cylinders or whatever, so that when it comes to that time trial, you can just smash it, okay? Which I have great faith in you that you'll be able to do. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I hope you enjoyed the training parts of it. Next week's taper week. If you want to extend the training, if you're like, I don't want to go for a 2K time trial, that sounds, ooh, then you can either restart this plan, you can either uh, go back to the old 2K plan, you can just do some other sessions or whatever and just um, make sure that you're kind of keeping yourself topped up or whatever. This is why I've split up all my, uh, the playlists, I've got like a, a bottom, middle and top. Every single row goes into bottom, middle or top. So you can just pick whatever you want. You can go, whoa. And it's like, right now there's around about 200 workouts you can pick off. So, way. Anyway, right. I'm obviously going on a little bit too long here. So I'm going to end now. Well, not now. I'm going to say goodbye first. But um, thank you so much for doing this one. I really appreciate you spending the time with me. Um, I really hope that what I'm doing here is helping you. It's certainly helping me. So I really hope that uh, we're both helping each other in that kind of really cool symbiotic way. All right. Have yourself a great day. Please do stay safe, be well, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.